I'm Marty Dodson. And I'm Clay Mills. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. Hello, Songtown. Welcome. We are on a cold and chilly minus one degrees here in Nashville, Tennessee today, getting ready for our big Christmas holiday coming up in a couple of days. So Marty and I are glad to be here. I'm all bundled up. I got my winter hat on. <clears throat> it's I really know. cold. Normally, I'm wearing a beanie. I might have to go get mine in a second, so I feel I like a kinship. Are you wearing a I kilt know. also? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> too cold so, for a kilt. <laughs> hey, this sounds like a song. It's too cold for a kilt, baby. Okay. <laughs> yep. Maybe not. I'm really excited today because we've been hearing some news in the industry lately that I think will really affect songwriters in the coming year. And I think it would be great for us to talk about. So in 2023, writers can kind of readjust their focus a little bit. And why don't you share the news, Marty? Yeah, I mean, I think the news is that people are cutting more outside songs in Nashville. And so um, that's great news for all of us that are just songwriters and maybe don't have access to write with the artist. Um, that gives us more opportunities if we have a great song. Oh, and that's you what we blew the punchline. I was going <laughs> to hit him with the punchline. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, just for those of you that don't know what outside cuts means, say you're a songwriter and you're trying to get Keith Urban to record one of your songs. Well, Keith Urban occasionally will cut a song that he doesn't write or that his you know, close friends and circle around him doesn't write. So you would have a shot at giving an outside cut if you have no connection to Keith Urban, other than perhaps a publisher pitching him the song for you, or you somehow finding a way to get that song to him. But there's a lot of artists um, and a lot of labels over the last five or six years, labels would sign artists, young artists, and go, go write your whole record. And I think they've kind of realized now after doing that for a little bit, yes, they might have all the publishing for that artist and they think, let's make the artist write their whole record. We have his publishing or we have her publishing and we'll make more money. But what they're finding out is without that great song, they're not going to make the money. So labels are going, okay, we're starting to realize now that it's not about the artist writing every song. It's about the artist finding the best song, whether he writes it, she writes it, or if they find an outside song. So for songwriters that a lot of Songtown songwriters and a lot of songwriters out there that aren't in the business yet, the only way you're going to get in is to get an outside cut, basically. So it's good, really good news for you. But as Marty said, you've got to write the world's freaking best song that you can write and, and write better than what that artist is writing so you can get in the mix. Yeah, you, you know, the, each artist probably has a pile of songs. If they write at all, they've got a pile of songs. And so you've got to beat the songs in that pile to get on the record. You know, I mean, they have to acknowledge that, yeah, this is better than, than this one of mine, you know. And but you're right, the, the labels are figuring out that, you know, if I put out an album full of weak songs and I have all the publishing on them, maybe I sell 50,000. But I might sell a million if I have big hit songs on there, you know. And right. so um, 
they're they're starting to wise up to that idea. I think that they really do need the best material they can find, which, like I said, gives us as songwriters uh, real hope. It gives more slots on records for us to be shooting for. Um, so let's talk about how people can level up their writing and take advantage of that kind of opportunity. Absolutely. Um, one thing, and, and this is not just for somebody trying to break into the music business. This is for any writer, and especially pro writers, where Marty and I are constantly trying to get better as writers. We, we work every day to write a better song than we wrote the day before. So if you're spending all your time on that treadmill just cranking out song after song after song, and you're not spending any time improving your craft, whether that's taking a class, reading a book, listening to this podcast to get your mindset right. If you're not doing those things on a daily basis to grow as a writer, then you're just going to, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. So yeah. I see this a lot with aspiring writers. They're like, oh, somebody told me I've got to write 100 songs this year or 200 songs, and that, that's the key. Well, it's not the key if you're just writing the same quality song over and over and over. You've got to spend time getting better as a writer, improving your melody, improving your lyrics, working on your tracks if you're a track person. Yeah, there's no, I mean, you, you, you can't coast into 2023 and start taking advantage of these opportunities if you if you're not on that track to continually get better i i heard one time michael jordan uh, was asked how can you how do you do a 360 dunk from the foul line it just seems to defy you know possibility and he said i just go out every day and i dribble and i pass and i shoot and every now and then in the game something happens and even i wasn't expecting that that would happen. And his point was he, he has worked so much on the fundamentals that sometimes something magic happens. And I think it's the same way with songwriting. You know, you, you don't ever get to a point or I haven't gotten to the point. I don't think you have either where you go, well, now I know it all. I can, I can just kind of relax and, and, and not try to learn anymore, you know? So, I'm continually, I watch Clay's videos so that I'm learning melody tips and tricks or whatever, you know, whatever topic he's talking about. I know I've got a lot to learn. Uh, what I don't, Clay, I don't know if you know this, but one of our writers um, recently, I was giving him some feedback on one of his songs and um, there was a song he and I had written and he said, well, should I run that by Clay for his feedback? And I think he <laughs> thought, I think he thought I might say, no, I don't care what Clay thinks. You know, I'm a pro writer. And, but my, my answer was absolutely. I want another hit writer giving feedback on my song. You know, I'm, I'm not so big that I, that I can't take feedback from somebody, you know? And so I wanted him to run our song by you to get your opinion on it as well. And I think, you know, just keeping that like beginner's mindset of like, I've got a lot to learn. I've got, I've got a lot to learn and I don't ever know where that learning's going to come from. It might be from another hit writer. It might be from an aspiring writer. You know, you and I learn things all the time from people we mentor. And so I think, you know, the, one of the big, big keys is just keeping that learner's mindset always so that, that you're continually moving forward and growing and putting new tools in your toolbox 
um, so that that you don't get in a rut. You don't write the same song, you know, 500 times. Yeah. I mean, when Tiger Woods was the number one golfer in the world, he went to a golf coach and rebuilt his golf swing and and completely had a new golf swing and and at the height of his success. And then he started winning tournaments with his new golf swing. And, they, you know, they were like, why are you doing this? And he's, he's like, because I got to improve, you know, and the normal person goes, well, you're number one in the world. Why do you have to improve? But that's what keeps people great is that mentality of always learning. And if you yeah. if you really want to buckle down uh, 2023, Marty and I teach master classes. You can find out about them. Um, we'll put a link below in the podcast, or you can go to our website. Just Google, freaking Google um, Songtown Masterclasses, and you'll find info on them. And we'll help you um, level up your game. And it's the most important thing, I think, and, and what I try to teach people in my masterclass is how to be a lifetime learner. And, and so I don't want to just teach you, do these techniques and you'll write a hit song. I mean, that, that whole premise, I see those ads all the time. To me, that's crazy. Yeah. What, what I try to instill in people is a solid foundation and teach you how to learn on your own so that when you hear a technique that you like on someone's record, you'll know how to implement that into your own writing. And, and it's that constant, same way if you're looking, you know, as writers, we're always looking for a song idea. Well, you've always got to be looking for that next tool, whether it's a lyric writing tool, whether it's a melody tool, whether it's a track tool. Um, if you're not spending time building your tools, just as much time building your tools as you are looking for those great ideas, I don't think you're going to improve. And as we always say, don't be a tool. Get some more <laughs> tools in your toolbox. <laughs> no, you know, and, and yeah, in my lyric master classes, what I'm trying to do is teach people how to be good communicators, yeah. how to how to plan out what they want to say in their song, how to to bring that plan to fruition in the final song um, so that they have have communicated exactly what they wanted to say. And I think that's just something, you know, a lot of times creative people overlook that idea of that we need planning and, and we need to know where things are headed in our song and need to, you know, have some organization of thought and all that kind of stuff i'll throw in too that our master classes are live on zoom so it's not a video series that you watch like master classes you see other places this is live human beings and teaching you in the class small you know um, classes small yeah we have classes of 15 or less and uh, we're not trying so to you, sign up a thousand students you you apply for this and if you're accepted you will be among 15 um, students in your class. But Marty, you said something crucial. You said, to me, songs are like a conversation. You know, you, you mentioned communication. Great songs are a conversation between the singer who's performing it and the audience who is listening to the song. And I saw the other day on the Songtown Forum, um, some people were going, well, I, you know, not everybody writes universal songs. Joni Mitchell and John Lennon, they wrote some deeply personal songs, but they wrote their master communicators. And John Lennon could take an abstract idea and make you feel like he was having a conversation with you about it. That's the difference is learning that communication skill. 
And I think that's what you're talking about. And I think people get caught up, well, I just write this song for myself. I don't care if anyone likes it or, it, you know, the great songwriters, trust me, they, they were not sitting there going, I don't care if anyone else doesn't like it. They were trying to get the world to hear and to, to have a conversation with them. And to say something meaningful to the to those listeners, you know, yeah. you know, I, I think if, if you if you want a list, a lot of times people like kind of some some bullet points of of how can I level up going into twenty twenty three, you know, we've already talked about uh, kind of recommit to the idea of learning, make make sure you're doing things that are going to stretch you. You alluded to this a while ago, but great songs start with great ideas. So spending more time on finding ideas, developing ideas so that, that you have really strong things to say is going to help you. Um, devoting, you know, a set aside a certain amount of time each week to coming up with ideas, adding ideas to your database. And I recommend that people get a database to put their ideas in so they don't have to search through their phone going, I know I had an idea about that, but I can't find it. You know, if you put them in a database, then you can find those ideas. I also would put on that bullet list, bullet point list, you know, begin trying to really think like an artist, like, you know, study the artist that you're trying to pitch to or, or write toward. What do they say? What do they not say? You know, there's some artists that will do love songs. There's some artists that just won't. Um, there's some artists that are, are strong, empowered females. They won't do a, poor me, I'm sitting home on a Friday night after you broke up with me kind of song. You know, so if, if you start learning kind of the brand of the artist that you're targeting and uh, then work on writing songs that really fit that brand, that's going to help your chances. Would you? What would you add to that list, Clay? Well, yeah, I think that approach is perfect if you're a songwriter and you're targeting an artist and you want an artist to record your song. That's very smart. If you are an artist, you need to figure out what kind of song that is in your DNA that the world can hear and respond to you. You need to figure out what your voice is as an artist. Mm -hmm. And if you're trying to write those songs or co-write those songs, you need to be writing those type of songs. Every artist, we could go down a list of artists and they all have, you know, a few types of songs that they really do well. And the world yeah. loves them for that. So you've got to figure out that within yourself if you are an artist. That I'll just reiterate to that point of killer ideas. You know, with our publishing company, Vibe City, our writers turn in a lot of songs. And we're constantly telling them, as Bob Dylan said, the world doesn't need any more songs. The world, there's enough songs that you could sit down and listen to for the rest of your life, every second for a new song, every minute, every three minutes, however long a song is, and you'll never run out of songs. The world doesn't need any more songs, but the world always needs a great song. So if you're thinking about, oh, I'm going to write 200 songs this year, I would encourage you to scale it back and go, I'm going to write my best songs this year. You don't need to be another one of those 100,000 songs a day uploaded to Spotify. A hundred, think about that. You're competing with 100,000 songs a day. Just load it up to Spotify alone. So 
if you don't have a killer song, how are you going to swim through that sea of just average songs that are uploaded? You know, and the only way is to write a song like uh, Songtown members um, Sarah Davis and Gail wrote A, B, C, D, E, F, U. I mean, they could have written 500 songs that year. And if they hadn't written that song, they wouldn't be nominated for a Grammy right now. But they yeah. came up with a killer idea, killer production, killer delivery on the vocal, killer record, and then now they're nominated for Pop Song of the Year. And, and that's, that's the difference, is coming up with an idea that resonates with people and is a killer idea. Yeah, well, you know, one thing we are encouraging our writers to do going into 2023 is to slow down. You know, spend extra time on the ones that can be great and let go of the ones that aren't going to be great. And, and, and one of our writers said, well, here's how many songs I wrote last year. And I said, I don't care how many songs you wrote last year. I want great songs. Yeah. If, if there's one great song, I'm happy, you know? So I, I would encourage everybody to think about that too, going into the new year of, it's not about how many songs I write. It's about the quality of the songs I write. I know and, a couple know, of, I know a couple of Hall of Fame songwriters that worked on a couple of songs a year, but when they finished those songs, they were amazing and they yeah. got them cut. They went to the top of the charts and, you know, so it, it's not a matter of how much you put out. And if you're an artist caught up in that, got to put a song out every month. Well, no, you don't, because if you put out an average song every month, you're going to have a below average career. You're going to be somewhere yeah. in that 100,000 average songs uploaded a day. So you're much better off coming up with that song that people will hear, share instantly, and it travels around the world in a day, and the world's talking about your song because it's so cool. Absolutely. Yeah, so you know, commit yourself this coming year to quality and you know do the things that are going to help you write better stronger songs you know better ideas better uh, approaches to each of those ideas um thinking like an artist you know all those kind of things studying the artist so that you know what they do and and all that kind of stuff can really help you uh, launch your career into 2023 with some some great things happening all right, so just want to remind everybody, our sponsor, Sweetwater, if you're looking for great gear, recording gear, live gear, whatever, they've got the greatest self-service, self-service. Yeah. <laughs> <got> the great, <laughs> greatest See, service. This is, how, this is how good of a commercial I am. I'm like, I write commercial <laughs> songs, but um, I need some help in the commercial delivery department here. Um, Let's just say Sweetwater's great. great. Sweetwater's great. They're beautiful. They're fantastic. No, here's yep. here's what is real. Marty and I can tell you throughout our career, pretty much the only place we've ever bought gear from is Sweetwater. And this is long before they ever um, wanted to jump on as a sponsor from our podcast. Yeah. And we love those guys over there. So check them out. Absolutely. I just bought that microphone right back there from them. <laughs> and it's a great one. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Check out the show notes for links to books. Uh, if you're interested in our master classes, you can email us, clay at songtown.com, marty at songtown.com, or you can uh, Google Songtown Masterclasses, get all the info there. 
Uh, we'd love to have you apply for that. Take care. We'll see you next time.